Good evening. My name is Stephanie Elliott and welcome to 30 Plus, the discussion program that speaks on issues affecting the maturing woman and those who love them. Yes, I prefer to use the term evolved because women have really turned things up a bit these days where it concerns how it is that we do pretty much everything. Um, I am podcasting you from Anchor, and my link is anchor.fm slash Bill Giles Daughter. That's B-I-L-L-G-Y-L-E-S-D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. And I will be having a few minutes of talk here. I will soon be able to have a discussion program where I can bring in experts and experienced persons on various topics that we will be discussing but I am informed that that will be made available to us soon. 30 plus is also on Facebook and it is 30 and uh, sign plus for Facebook and 30 and PLUS on Anchor. 30 Plus is also available on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, and Breaker. And I will update you on all the other social media platforms that we become available as time goes by. Tonight, our topic is going to be online dating for 30 pluses. Now, it not necessarily has to be 30 pluses, but then we use a play on the word based on the fact that that's the name of the program. However, for a mature individual, we would like to talk about is online dating for you? No, I have serious reservations when it comes to online dating. Online dating to me is you have an individual, you know nothing of their past, you know nothing of their current existence. However, this person has the ability to stay behind a keyboard, whether a telephone or a laptop or whatever gadgets they're using and tell you whatever it is they want. However, I do believe that as in life and in anywhere else, people are, there are good people. But let us examine the fact that a lot of persons have regretted the time spent investing in a relationship that was fostered online. How acceptable is online dating? Now, from my experience, I speak to several maturing women, and these are all fabulous people who have had various kinds of relationships, and I believe they think at this point, and most of them have projected themselves positively, that they know what it is they want. However, they do not believe that this person can be found in their immediate surrounding. So they, they opt to go out and utilize online dating. Now, online dating offers you many, many, many options. You can date somebody within close proximity, you can date somebody in another parish because we are podcasting from Jamaica. Let us speak of our limitations here. You may already know um, a lot of people and people know people. So you can do background checks 
from the fact that we're such a small island and almost everybody knows everybody, I would presume. But let us say now you are dating somebody that is living in the United States or London or anywhere in the world. How do you maintain that relationship? How can you say whether this person is a credible person, yes or no? Another thing is, there are some of us women who we see ourselves as CIAs. We believe that we can Google and, and, and search and find any information it is about another person. Now, we can be successful because we may get the hints that now takes us to information and helps us to now formulate questions. And when we ask that person, that person may have no option but to tell us the truth. However, how factual are these things? Because if somebody is online and they are pretending, there is no there's nothing to prove that what you may find in meaning that some women see a particular comment. They see that a particular female or male is liking and commenting and giving hearts and they use that and they say, hey, something is happening here. And believe me, I have seen people uh, meet online, have what you would call fruitful relationships and they break up online. Then there is this other part of concerning can you really trust the person to be faithful? Can you trust that person to be faithful? Now, somebody went to different profiles, hundreds, thousands of profiles, and they selected you. How do you prove that this person has not gone on and is maybe pursuing another person in, in the same sphere to say, hey, I can date five girls. They may not ever know about each other. How do we know that? I mean, forgive me. I am the person here who does not believe in online dating, but believe me, I have given it consideration. When it comes, tell me, tell you something, there are some fabulous, fabulous, fabulous looking photographs out there. Then that's another thing. I was speaking in my research about um, online dating. I speak to males. I speak to females. I've spoken to teenagers, young adults, and I spoke up to two weeks ago to a gentleman who is 60 years old. Now, mind you, this is a fine 60 years old. And this gentleman says to me, and he lives in New York, and he says to me, well, Stephanie, I met this beautiful lady from Jamaica because I want a Jamaican woman. I'm divorced. My children are all grown and I felt I needed somebody whose beliefs and practices were similar to mine. And the gentleman says this lady impressed upon him that she had the ability to travel. And, you know, they got in and they talked and everything and they were exchanging photographs. When this 38-year-old lady, yes, half his age, went to New York and says, 
And he calls and he says, I will pick you up at the airport. She says, no, my friend will pick me up at the airport. And for days, he tried to secure a date with this young lady because he was prepared to show her the time of her life because he was so deeply involved. He put his heart into this relationship because he felt that I have met the woman of my dream. Eventually, he got a call from somebody who claims that she is the sister of this person. When he was invited to her home, he was seated and he said while he sat there, he was told that the person he was in this online relationship with would be out to see him shortly. There came out a woman approximately 64 years old, because he's just estimating now. And he says, the woman turned to him and says, let us use the name Paul. Paul, this is Sonia. I'm sorry, I need to come straight with you. The pictures that I use, those sexy photographs I sent you were those of my daughter. I must apologize, but I am interested in pursuing a relationship with you. Now, needless to say, our quote-unquote Paul was out there like they had lit him afire because his point is, this is deception of the highest order. How could I continue in a relationship like that with you? Then there are those episodes of online relationships where people proclaim that I am not married, I am not in a relationship, then the male or female receives a call one day from somebody to say, you're mashing up my life. Now, how do you, how are you able to say uh, these persons are being genuine, they are real, and how do you prove that they really want an online relationship or they're just satisfying some secret fantasies? And here we go again. We're discussing secret fantasies. I have spoken to several ladies who are mortified by the kind of men who come and in display interest in them, speak to them nicely and gentlemanly at first, and then they say, hey, this may be the guy, and then bops out of the blue, the gentleman says, can I have a naked photograph? No, how do you go from that one extreme to the next and you know not that this person? No, let us be realistic here. We are having an online relationship, but until it gets to the point that we have met and I have known you, I am telling you now I have no objection in entertaining my, would, my prospect. Because, listen now, there were times gone by when people were like, hey, this and, and it, it was a big scandal whenever persons were found out to have sent uh, photographs of, you know, with certain contents online and, and share certain things online. And it was used to embarrass people. That is a no-no. 
How else are you going to maintain your relationship? That I understand, but it has to be a relationship. You have to have something to maintain, something to hold on to. Is it tangible? Do you see yourselves in the future? Is it that we have gotten together already and we know each other's body? So here we are and I can exchange sexy, not nude pictures with this person but there are people who on the first hello they're like send me a naked picture really guys really gals you need to stop it all right we have we need to discuss other things and, and as we speak about the naked naked pictures we need to examine the value system of online dating now, I may be Muslim and you may be Christian, but it has nothing to do with the fact that we can get together and have a relationship. I, I, I am for that. Differences run the world. And I, I'm not meeting die-hearted anybody anymore. I am not. I am meeting tolerable people. I don't know if it's old age or whatever it is, but people are a lot more tolerant. There were the days when a prostitute would not have a relationship with somebody from Seventh-day Adventist faith, and let us not go all the way down into Christianity there. But then there are days when people from a certain level of society would not dare date somebody from another level of society but when it comes to the value system what it is that we want from the relationship what it is that i stand for in a relationship we have to see eye to eye now when somebody wants to break what it is that you believe in in order to facilitate them and put you in their comfort zone as against them in your comfort zone my advice to you is cut leave if it is you feel that you are at a stage of your relationship and you're comfortable with sharing certain information and material with this person that's up to you. But if you feel invaded by the request of this other party, let go. You have only invested a little bit of time. And by God, a lot of us have wasted enough time in this on this earth. So there's, okay, it's a little bit of time. You have wasted that time. Bye. Let go. Detox. I strongly believe in people detoxing. Give yourself a break. Imagine yourself covered by an aura and your aura is projecting and certain kind of people are gravitating to you. It is no time for you to flush that aura, detoxicate, go on a sabbatical, anything you want to call it, but purify that aura and allow yourself to attract different kind of people. It works in life. It works in social media. One of my things that I came to, and I'm an October girl, and when I was, I reached the point where I was becoming 45, my younger son was 18, my older 22, and I was like, hands up in the air, hey, what about me? Now, I kind of started the what about me from I was about 40, but now I'm 45 and I have two grown adults and I was like, hey girl, you still look nice, we're gonna hit the road. 
And I did my trip to Europe and that was my detoxifying experience because to me, once I got back to my homeland in Jamaica, I am going to be a different person. Now, that's enough about me. I am suggesting, not instructing, not insisting, that you do the same. If you find that you are attracting certain kind of individuals, detox. Whether it be male, whether it be female, because remember, we have our social media platforms, our Instagram, our Twitters, and our, on, our, on, our, on our Facebooks. And what you will find that there are certain kind of people who come and they befriend you and listen to me, as in life such as Facebook, people will go after you and they will try to destroy you. I have two very, very complicated experiences I had with people who portrayed themselves as Christian. And because I was in my searching mode, I felt these people were for me. And at the end of the day, my goodness, they were not for me. I met them. We were we were a tower of strength for each other. And at the end of the day, what it is that that person wanted to do was to utilize on the person you are. They know who you are. They know that you're trusted. So they, with their narcissistic behavior, gravitate towards you, use you. And when you find out and you try to take back your power, that's when they try to destroy you. So ladies and gentlemen, detox and attract different kind of people. Make that your mandate for 2019. So once we talk about how acceptable social media um, dating is for mature individuals. We now talk about the value system. So now we're talking about deception and we have touched on certain topics of deception already. So we, we don't really need to, to expound on that much, but be ye careful of who you meet on social media. And let me tell you another story. There was this young lady who was smitten by this white gentleman she met from France. And this is Jamaican. And this guy would quote Bible everything. But he would never send her a voice note. He sent pictures. However, he would never voice note her. He would never call her. And he, and she was curious because she was like, but other people would know after three or I, th I think it was like four going into five months of online relationship would say, hey, let me have a video of you. And she suggested it one day after I said to her, ask him. And the gentleman says, oh, just give it time. But then one day she screenshot a message that he had sent to her and I don't know if it's the communication training that I've had, but when I examined, I was like, nope, Europeans do not talk like that, especially when English is not their first tongue. And I said to her, do some background check on that Facebook page that you met him on. Lo and behold, when she went to the Facebook page, it had disappeared. When she asked him about it, he insisted that something went wrong with the page and it went down. Now, if something even went wrong with the page, say he has lost his password and he can't access it, you would still be able to see it. But once he befriended her, he took down that page. 
When she kept insisting that she's not comfortable no longer being his Facebook friend, he created another page and uploaded the very pictures that she has he's been recycling to her for the past few months. I told her that this is highly suspicious. I took the number and I said to her, wait until it's like work period with this gentleman and call. And she used an app that I think gives her overseas numbers she could use. And when she did that, it was a lady who answered the phone. And when she said, I think I have the wrong number, the person says, where are you calling from? She says, I'm sure you can see that on your phone. But, but the person said, but you have an American number. Some, you know, some accent. And the person says, that's fine. But I was just calling a friend and this is the wrong number. And she hung up. I said, okay, then let us check and ensure that it's the right number. We checked it was the right number. So we said, okay, let us wait until we're sure he's in bed because she, she was communicating with him all the same. And by this, he was telling her good night and he was going to bed. And she used another number from another app. And when she called, the same lady answered. And she said to him, and let us say this person called himself Peter, Peter, stop taking me for a fool. A further background check on that number revealed that the number belonged to that female, who was in fact an African woman living in France. So ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, deception of the highest order is on social media and dating platforms. Now, this so-called French gentleman was portray that was all over how how in love he was how he was going to visit Jamaica and the moment he said I want to visit Jamaica and she says to him okay I will be here and I will meet you he asked if he could stay at well we're saying he now knowing that this was this person was found out to be a she and um when that happened the person says so will you buy my ticket? So it's all a scam. At the end of the day, this person was expecting that this lady was so caught up and in love with the fact that they were going to be dating a white man who all of a sudden was not able to access his money because he was somewhere else and he was some sailor and he was somewhere else and couldn't access his money. And so if she purchases his ticket to come to Jamaica, he or um, will be able to access his money from here. Can you imagine? Land of scamming. The gentleman wanted to come here. Well, the lady wanted to come here, but he that person wanted my friend to send him money to purchase a ticket. So deception. Look out for deception. You cannot be in love with just a picture. Think while you are speaking to these persons. If somebody does not want to have a telephone conversation with you, that is a red flag. I am not all into this video calls and all of those things, not too early into a relationship, but pick your phone up and you call me. I need to hear you. I need to hear you. I need to hear what you sound like. Suppose you're nasal like myself here and you're a man. Oh, come on. I don't want to talk to you no more. So, ladies and gentlemen, it can be 
very hard to decipher who is good and who is real on social media. But on the other hand, there are success stories. I met a 23-year-old who met the love of her life on social media. She is now in the United States and they're very, very married. And, they are, and I'm expecting a child. I have met a 54-year-old who has met her 60-year-old husband. And he came to Jamaica, got married to her, and they're in the process of filing. And sooner or later, she will be joining her husband in Canada, I believe. There is another success story coming all the way from Sweden. And I'm talking about the Jamaican experience here. We have not gone fully global as yet. But this Jamaican fine, fabulous, maturing 45-year-old like myself met this fabulous, handsome Swedish guy and he came to Jamaica, spent some time, they got to know each other and they decided that, hey, it's love and they are now engaged and sooner or later she will be going up to, to Sweden. Not Sweden, Switzerland, I forgot. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm still living in my, my European tour, my France to Sweden to Switzerland. But, you know, that's another time I can speak about that. But she is going to be joining her fiancé in Switzerland. She has met a relative who came down to vacation this winter. So once they have things to hide, you hide too. But once they're open and willing to speak to you, to let you know that I have children, allow me to speak to the children too. Allow me to know that, well, you don't have to give me your address or everything because remember, the same reservations that I have, the other party may have as well. But be frank with me. If you're married, you're married. You're married, you're ruled out. You're involved with somebody, you're ruled out. You have ex issues, you're ruled out. Come with a clean slate for 2019. Come with a clean slate for 2019. Be serious in your endeavors. So if it is that I say that I am going to go online and search for a relationship, please ensure that you dot your I's and cross your T's because there are failures out there and there are successes out there. But remember, these people have lots of people to choose from. If you detect anything is untoward, my suggestion is leave it alone. If they challenge your value system, delete. Leave it alone. If you feel you're being deceived, leave it alone. If you do not believe in online dating, leave it alone. Because let me tell you, online dating is not for everyone. Especially somebody who's as fickle as I am. Because the moment you say something that suggests that, hey, you are one of them, you know, you're just one of many, it's bye-bye for me. Because whether I walked down the road and met you, or I met you online, 
I, you are supposed to treat me as if I am the only girl in the world. I've seen messages, people share messages with me today from people who when they, they object to something that challenged their value system and the person is like, oh, forget about you. I, see, I saw a message today that somebody screenshot and sent to me and the person was insisting on nude pictures. And when the young lady said, I will not send you nudes. I don't know you. Your profile does not even have a picture. And this is from a network I believe they call TAG. And when she says, your profile doesn't even have a picture, the person said, and you call yourself a woman. How dare you ask me for a picture? Look at you. You know how many women on here I get naked pictures from? And my response, have you blocked him? Or her or it or whatever it is? And she says, yes, she has done it. So once persons come and they try to bully you in that way, delete them. I'm now 28 minutes into my broadcast. And of course, I want to remind you, yes, I am a stickler for time. I was a producer myself. I produced The Breakfast Club with Anthony Abrams and Trevor Monroe for a mighty good time. So I know how it is and when it is to wrap it up. And I am trying my best to make this into 30 minutes. So let me remind you, my name is Stephanie Elliott and I go by the moniker Bill Giles' daughter. That's my dad. And that's another story. And I am on anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Bill Giles' daughter. And our discussion program is 30 plus. And we examine issues for the maturing woman and those who love them. 30 Plus is also available on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, and Breaker. And we will update you as we spread the news across every available social media. I am Stephanie Elliott. As I said, this is 30 Plus. I bid you adieu. Happy 2019. Do whatever it is that you set your heart to. You want to know what I say I'm going to be doing for 2019 and beyond? I'm going to become a globe trotter. You want to join me? Watch my page. It's Bill Giles' daughter at on Instagram and uh, I have other social media flat platforms I will share with you soon. But for now, it's Goodbye. Good evening. My name is Stephanie Elliott and welcome to 30 Plus, the discussion program that speaks on issues affecting the maturing woman and those who love them. Yes, I prefer to use the term evolved because women have really turned things up a bit these days where it concerns how it is that we do pretty much everything. Um, I am podcasting you from Anchor and my link is anchor.fm slash Bill Giles Daughter. That's B-I-L-L-G-Y-L-E-S-D-A-U-G-H-T-E-R. And I will be having a few minutes of talk.
here, I will soon be able to have a discussion program where I can bring in experts and experienced persons on the various topics that we will be discussing. But I am informed that that will be made available to us soon. 30 Plus is also on Facebook and it is 30 and the sign plus for Facebook and 30 and PLUS on Anchor. 30 Plus is also available on Spotify, Google, Radio Public and Breaker. And I will update you on all the other social media platforms that we become available as time goes by. Tonight's our topic is going to be online dating for 30 pluses. Now, it necessarily has to be 30 pluses, but then we use a play on the word based on the fact that that's the name of the program. However, for a mature individual, we would like to talk about is online dating for you? No, I have serious reservations when it comes to online dating. Online dating to me is you have an individual, you know nothing of their past, you know nothing of their current existence. However, this person has the ability to stay behind a keyboard, whether a telephone or a laptop or whatever gadgets they're using and tell you whatever it is they want. However, I do believe that as in life and in anywhere else, people are, there are good people. But let us examine the fact that a lot of persons have regretted the time spent investing in a relationship that was fostered online. How acceptable is online dating? Now, from my experience, I speak to several maturing women and these are all fabulous people who have had various kinds of relationships and I believe they think at this point, and most of them have projected themselves positively, that they know what it is they want. However, they do not believe that this person can be found in their immediate surrounding. So they, they opt to go up and utilize online dating. Now, online dating offers you many, many, many options. You can date somebody within close proximity, you can date somebody in another parish because we are podcasting from Jamaica. Let us speak of our limitations here. You may already know um, a lot of people and people know people. So you can do background checks from the fact that we're such a small island and almost everybody knows everybody, I would presume. But let us say now you are dating somebody that is living in the United States or London or anywhere in the world. How do you maintain that relationship? How can you say whether this person is a credible person, yes or no? Another thing is, there are some of us women who we see ourselves as CIAs. We believe that we can 
Google and, and, and search and find any information it is about another person. Now, we can be successful because we may get the hints that now takes us to information and helps us to now formulate questions. And when we ask that person, that person may have no option but to tell us the truth. However, how factual are these things? Because if somebody is online and they are pretending, there is no, there's nothing to prove that what you may find in meaning that some women see a particular comment, they see that a particular female or male is liking and commenting and giving hearts and they use that and they say, hey, something is happening here. And believe me, I have seen people uh, meet online, have what you would call fruitful relationships and they break up online. Then there is this other part of concerning can you really trust the person to be faithful? Can you trust that person to be faithful? Now, somebody went to different profiles, hundreds, thousands of profiles, and they selected you. How do you prove that this person has not gone on and is maybe pursuing another person in, in the same sphere to say, hey, I can date five girls. They may not ever know about each other. How do we know that? I mean, forgive me. I am the person here who does not believe in online dating, but believe me, I have given it consideration. When it comes, tell me, tell you something, there are some fabulous, fabulous, fabulous looking photographs out there. Then that's another thing. I was speaking, in my research about um, online dating, I speak to males, I speak to females, I've spoken to teenagers, young adults, and I spoke up to two weeks ago to a gentleman who is 60 years old. Now, mind you, this is a fine 60 years old. And this gentleman says to me, and he lives in New York, and he says to me, well, Stephanie, I met this beautiful lady from Jamaica because I want a Jamaican woman. I'm divorced. My children are all grown and I felt I needed somebody whose beliefs and practices were similar to mine. And the gentleman says this lady impressed upon him that she had the ability to travel and you know they got into it talked and everything and they were exchanging photographs. When this 38-year-old lady, yes, half his age, went to New York and says, and he calls and he says, I will pick you up at the airport. She says, no, my friend will pick me up at the airport. And for days, he tried to secure a date with this young lady because he was prepared to show her the time of her life because he was so deeply involved. He put his heart into this relationship because he felt that I have met the woman of my dream. Eventually, he got a call from somebody who claims that she is the sister of this person. When he was invited to her home, he was seated 
And he said while he sat there, he was told that the person he was in this online relationship with would be out to see him shortly. There came out a woman, approximately 64 years old, because he's just estimating now. And he says, the woman turned to him and says, let us use the name Paul. Paul, this is Sonia. I am sorry, I need to come straight with you. The pictures that I use, those sexy photographs I sent you were those of my daughter. I must apologize, but I am interested in pursuing a relationship with you. Now, needless to say, our quote-unquote Paul was out there like they had lit him a fire because his point is, this is deception of the highest order. How could I continue in a relationship like that with you? Then there are those episodes of online relationships where people proclaim that I am not married, I am not in a relationship. Then the male or female receives a call one day from somebody to say, you're mashing up my life. Now, how do you, how are you able to say uh, these persons are being genuine? They are real. And how do you prove that they really want an online relationship? Are they just satisfying some secret fantasies? And here we go again. We're discussing secret fantasies. I have spoken to several ladies who are mortified by the kind of men who come and in display interest in them, speak to them nicely and gentlemanly at first, and then they say, hey, this may be the guy, and then bops out of the blue, the gentleman says, can I have a naked photograph? No, how do you go from that one extreme to the next and you know not that this person? No, let us be realistic here. We are having an online relationship, but until it gets to the point that we have met and I have known you, I am telling you now I have no objection in entertaining my, my prospect. Because, listen now, there were times gone by when people were like, hey, this and, and it, it was a big scandal whenever persons were found out to have sent uh, photographs of, you know, with certain contents online and, and share certain things online. And it was used to embarrass people. That is a no-no. How else are you going to maintain your relationship? That I understand, but it has to be a relationship. You have to have something to maintain, something to hold on to. Is it tangible? Do you see yourselves in the future? Is it that we have gotten together already and we know each other's body? So here we are and I can exchange sexy, not nude pictures with this person but there are people who on the first hello they're like send me a naked picture really guys really gals you need to stop it all right we have we need to discuss other things and, and as we speak about the naked naked pictures we need to examine the value system of online dating 
Now, I may be Muslim and you may be Christian, but it has nothing to do with the fact that we can get together and have a relationship. I, I, I am for that. Differences run the world. And I am not meeting diehearted anybody anymore. I am not. I am meeting tolerable people. I don't know if it's old age or whatever it is, but people are a lot more tolerant. There were the days when a prostitute would not have a relationship with somebody from Seventh-day Adventist faith, and let's not go all the way down into Christianity there. But then there are days when people from a certain level of society would not dare date somebody from another level of society. But when it comes to the value system, what it is that we want from the relationship, what it is that I stand for in a relationship, we have to see eye to eye. Now, when somebody wants to break what it is that you believe in, in order to facilitate them and put you in their comfort zone as against them in your comfort zone, my advice to you is cut. Leave. If it is you feel that you are at a stage of your relationship and you're comfortable with sharing certain information and material with this person, that's up to you. But if you feel invaded by the request of this other party, let go. You have only invested a little bit of time. And by God, a lot of us have wasted enough time in this on this earth. So there's, okay, it's a little bit of time. You have wasted that time. Bye. Let go. Detox. I strongly believe in people detoxing. Give yourself a break. Imagine yourself covered by an aura and your aura is projecting and certain kind of people are gravitating to you. It is no time for you to flush that aura, detoxicate, go on a sabbatical, anything you want to call it, but purify that aura and allow yourself to attract different kind of people. It works in life, it works in social media. One of my things that I came to, and I'm an October girl, and when I was, I reached a point where I was becoming 45, my younger son was 18, my older 22, and I was like, hands up in the air, hey, what about me? Now, I kind of started the what about me from I was about 40, but now I'm 45 and I have two grown adults and I was like, hey girl, you still look nice. We're gonna hit the road. And I did my trip to Europe and that was my detoxifying experience because to me, once I got back to my homeland in Jamaica, I am going to be a different person. Now, that's enough about me. I am suggesting, not instructing, not insisting, that you do the same. If you find that you are attracting certain kind of individuals, detox, whether it be male, whether it be female, because remember, we have our social media platforms, our Instagram, our Twitters, and our, on, our, on, our, on our Facebooks, and what you will find that there are certain kind of people who come and they befriend you and listen to me, as in life such as Facebook, 
people will go after you and they will try to destroy you. I have two very, very complicated experiences I had with people who portrayed themselves as Christian. And because I was in my searching mode, I felt these people were for me. And at the end of the day, my goodness, they were not for me. I met them. We were we were a tower of strength for each other. And at the end of the day, what it is that that person wanted to do was to utilize on the person you are. They know who you are. They know that you're trusted. So they, with their narcissistic behavior, gravitate towards you, use you. And when you find out and you try to take back your power, that's when they try to destroy you. So ladies and gentlemen, detox and attract different kind of people. Make that your mandate for 2019. So once we talk about how acceptable social media um, dating is for mature individuals, we now talk about the value system. So now we're talking about deception and we have touched on certain topics of deception already. So we, we don't really need to, to expound on that much, but be ye careful of who you meet on social media. And let me tell you another story. There was this young lady who was smitten by this white gentleman she met from France. And this is Jamaican. And this guy would quote Bible everything. But he would never send her a voice note. He sent pictures. However, he would never voice note her. He would never call her. And he and she was curious because she was like, but other people would know after three or I think it was like four going into five months of online relationship would say, hey, let me have a video of you. And she suggested it one day after I said to her, ask him. And the gentleman says, oh, just give it time. But then one day she screenshot a message that he had sent to her and I don't know if it's the communication training that I've had, but when I examined, I was like, nope, Europeans do not talk like that, especially when English is not their first tongue. And I said to her, do some background check on that Facebook page that you met him on. Lo and behold, when she went to the Facebook page, it had disappeared. When she asked him about it, he insisted that something went wrong with the page and it went down. Now, if something even went wrong with the page, say he has lost his password and he can't access it, you would still be able to see it. But once he befriended her, he took down that page. When she kept insisting that she's not comfortable no longer being his Facebook friend, he created another page and uploaded the very pictures that she has, he's been recycling to her for the past few months. I told her that this is highly suspicious. I took the number and I said to her, wait until it's like work period with this gentleman and call. And she used an app that I think gives her overseas numbers she could use. And when she did that, it was a lady who answered the phone. 
And when she said, I think I have the wrong number, the person says, where are you calling from? She says, I'm sure you can see that on your phone. But, but the person said, but you have an American number. Some, you know, some accent. And the person says, that's fine. But I was just calling a friend and this is the wrong number. And she hung up. I said, okay, then let us check and ensure that it's the right number. We checked it was the right number. So we said, okay, let us wait until we're sure he's in bed because she has, she was communicating with him all the same. And by this, he was telling her good night and he was going to bed. And she used another number from another app. And when she called, the same lady answered. And she said to him, and let us say this person called himself Peter. Peter, stop taking me for a fool. A further background check on that number revealed that the number belonged to that female who was in fact an African woman living in France. So ladies and gentlemen, I tell you, deception of the highest order is on social media and dating platforms. Now, this so-called French gentleman was portray that was all over how how in love he was how he was going to visit jamaica and the moment he said i want to visit jamaica and she says to him okay i will be here and i will meet you he asked if he could stay at well we're saying he now knowing that this was this person was found out to be a she and um when that happened the person says so will you buy my ticket? So it's all a scam. At the end of the day, this person was expecting that this lady was so caught up and in love with the fact that they were going to be dating a white man who all of a sudden was not able to access his money because he was somewhere else and he was some sailor and he was somewhere else and couldn't access his money. And so if she purchases his ticket to come to Jamaica, he or um, will be able to access his money from here can you imagine land of scamming the gentleman wanted to come here well the lady wanted to come here but he what that person wanted my friend to send him money to purchase a ticket so deception look out for deception you cannot be in love with just a picture Think while you are speaking to these persons. If somebody does not want to have a telephone conversation with you, that is a red flag. I am not all into this video calls and all of those things, not too early into a relationship, but pick your phone up and you call me. I need to hear you. I need to hear you. I need to hear what you sound like. Suppose you're nasal like myself here and you're a man. Oh, come on. I don't want to talk to you no more. So, ladies and gentlemen, it can be very hard to decipher who is good and who is real on social media. But on the other hand, there are success stories. I met a 23-year-old who met the love of her life on social media. She is now in the United States and they're very, very married. And, they are, and I'm expecting a child. I have met a 54-year-old who has met 
her 60-year-old husband. And he came to Jamaica, got married to her, and they're in the process of filing. And sooner or later, she will be joining her husband in Canada, I believe. There is another success story coming all the way from Sweden. And I'm talking about the Jamaican experience here. We have not gone fully global as yet. But this Jamaican fine, fabulous, maturing 45-year-old like myself met this fabulous, handsome Swedish guy. And he came to Jamaica, spent some time. They got to know each other. And they decided that, hey, it's love. And they are now engaged. And sooner or later, she will be going up to, Fra to Sweden. Not Sweden, Switzerland. I forgot. <laughs> I, I I think I'm still living in my my European tour, my France to Sweden to Switzerland. But you know that's another time I can speak about that. But she is going to be joining her fiance in Switzerland. She has met a relative who came down to vacation this winter. So once they have things to hide, you hide too. But once they're open and willing to speak to you, to let you know that I have children, allow me to speak to the children too. Allow me to know that, well, you don't have to give me your address or everything because remember, the same reservations that I have, the other party may have as well. But be frank with me. If you're married, you're married. You're married, you're ruled out. You're involved with somebody, you're ruled out. You have ex issues, you're ruled out. Come with a clean slate for 2019. Come with a clean slate for 2019. Be serious in your endeavors. So if it is that I say that I am going to go online and search for a relationship. Please ensure that you dot your I's and cross your T's because there are failures out there and there are successes out there. But remember, these people have lots of people to choose from. If you detect anything is untoward, my suggestion is leave it alone. If they challenge your value system, delete. Leave it alone. If you feel you're being deceived, leave it alone. If you do not believe in online dating, leave it alone. Because let me tell you, online dating is not for everyone, especially somebody who's as fickle as I am because the moment you say something that suggests that hey you are one of them you know you're just one of many it's bye-bye for me because whether I walked down the road and met you or I met you online I you are supposed to treat me as if I am the only girl in the world I've seen messages people share messages with me today from people who when they they object to something that challenged their value system and the person is like 
Oh, forget about you. I see. I saw a message today that somebody screenshot and sent to me, and the person was insisting on nude pictures. And when the young lady said, "I will not send you nudes. I don't know you. Your profile does not even have a picture." And this is from a network I believe they call Tag. And when she says, your profile doesn't even have a picture, the person says, and you call yourself a woman. How dare you ask me for a picture? Look at you. You know how many women on here I get naked pictures from? And my response, have you blocked him? Or her? Or it? Or whatever it is? And she says, yes, she has done it. So once persons come and they try to bully you in that way, delete them. I'm now 28 minutes into my broadcast. And of course, I want to remind you, yes, I am a stickler for time. I was a producer myself. I produced The Breakfast Club with Anthony Abrams and Trevor Monroe for a mighty good time. So I know how it is and when it is to wrap it up. And I am trying my best to make this into 30 minutes. So... Let me remind you, my name is Stephanie Elliott and I go by the moniker Bill Giles' daughter. That's my daddy and that's another story. And I am on anchor, A-N-C-H-O-R dot F-M slash Bill Giles' daughter. And our discussion program is 30 plus. And we examine issues for the maturing woman and those who love them. 30 Plus is also available on Spotify, Google, Radio Public, and Breaker. And we will update you as we spread the news across every available social media. I am Stephanie Elliott. As I said, this is 30 Plus. I bid you adieu. Happy 2019. Do whatever it is that you set your heart to. You want to know what I say I'm going to be doing for 2019 and beyond? I'm going to become a globe trotter. You want to join me? Watch my page. It's Bill Giles' daughter at on Instagram and uh, I have other social media flat platforms I will share with you soon. But for now, it's goodbye. Good evening, listeners. How are you? I have not done this program in over a week because I have been trying to tackle what topic do I bring next? You know that level of nervousness you say, hey, I did one and I got 66 listeners and yes, I got raving reviews, but am I going to get it back? And then today I said to myself, uh-uh, girl, you're going to continue your podcast. Good evening, my listeners. What I have selected for my topic today is a little of an extension of the previous topic I did, which was re re technically de dealt with online dating. Now we're talking about researching the background of your potential partner. Good evening, my listeners. Forget my manners. I'm Stephanie Elliott and I go by the moniker, Bill Giles' daughter. This is my podcast program here on anchor.com and it's called 30 plus and 30 plus seeks to address issues with the more maturing woman and those who love them tonight we will be talking about researching your future partner this podcast address 
is 30 plus, that's 30 plus dot anchor dot com. 30 plus is available on many other platforms such as Spotify, etc. I can't remember the list right now, but I would like to say a special shout out to Wilder News Well talk show. Uh, they have favorited my program and man, do I feel big. Thank you guys. And I'll be listening to your podcast as well. As we say here in Jamaica, support for support. Now, today I came across a story in the London Mirror that informed its readers about a law that was recently passed, or I think it is being brought into the, the house to be passed. It's called Claire's Law, which according to the report is giving persons the authority to check on the, of the potential on their potential partners if they are at risk and also that of their close relatives too. Now, as for me and on my level of maturity, and yes, we will be flaunting the, term, the word maturity a lot. Um, oh, I must point out, forgive my background, I am not at my usual place. So I am kind of, oh, yeah, this has got to be done and I'm doing it right where I am. Beautiful view of the hills too, but then maybe next week I'll tell you exactly where I am because this is kind of a nice, yeah, you know, those kind of getaways. Yes, that's what Stephanie is doing right now. But then let's move on to our topic. Do you research the background of your potential future existing partner? Are there signs that you have made a wrong choice or are they so, you are so swung upon them? However, at this time, because of the experiences that you have had, you know that a good thing, a bad thing can become nicely wrapped. Let Stephanie tell you about that. However, you are there and this guy or this girl is so nice. It's like, I can't believe I've met somebody like this at this point in my life. But experience teaches wisdom. And you took a pause, press the button and say, hey, let me find out if this will continue. Will this person always be the person that is going to continuously try to maintain our relationship despite the odds? Because there will be odds. We are different people from different backgrounds, different beliefs, and not everybody accepts that there are points in our lives when persons have elevated themselves and advanced themselves from certain level. So I may pick up somebody who would have been interested to work with me to say, let us build our wealth as a couple. But then when you recognize that you're the only person that is building, there comes a point in your life when you're going to say, this is not for me anymore. Now, moving out of that relationship, here's what is going to be said. Oh, because I'm not rich, this is why she didn't stay with me. But you have to understand that we came in the relationship, agreeing to develop ourselves, build our wells. And if you are not doing anything, I am sorry. This is where selfishness comes in. 
I am going to have to make a selfish move. It is going to be even more detrimental for me to make such a move if children are involved. We have to agree that we are in a different world, a different sphere. And if it is that we do not look out and prepare for and to give our children the platform on which to succeed, a lot of them are going to end up in the bottom of the pit. Now, nobody wants that for their children or their future offsprings. So guess what? Somebody's going to have to take action. And if it is Stephanie, so be it. So let us ask this question. Is checking out the past of your lover's potential lover um, something that everybody should do or most people who feel that hey let me not take another unnecessary risk in my life here is it something that people should do when they are about to form or as already in relationships and are seeing the signs checking if your lover a risk is something that a mature persons a mature person I'm sorry should do no maturity does not necessarily speak to age maturity can be that after a few mishaps we should really be able to decipher what it is we're getting into where it is our relationship is going and how it is that we decide to deal with it not all outcomes are good now i live in a country jamaica third world by our standards and at this point, we are faced with a critical situation where crime against women and children has put a scar on our society. Women are being murdered and sometimes children too fall into that fatality. Now, is this a good look for a country? No, it's not. But it speaks to the mentality of our men. Now, one would think that once one has traveled and has had been advanced themselves to some level and has been ex you know, exposed to a certain kind of living that they would adapt. But I am sorry to say for my fellow men here in Jamaica that this mentality that I own a woman and a woman does not leave me, but it's okay that I go out and get baby mothers and, and do all I can and I can play the field and I get back home and you're supposed to be there being loyal, cooking my nice dinner, maintaining my home and looking after my children. Yes, the mentality stays with our men wherever they go. Now, mind you, I did not say all, so don't come at me with that. There are some men who are stuck in this regime that it's my way or no way at all. That speaks to ego. Men, and especially men from the black community, I would say, their egos bruise easily. However, 
they have no problem in putting it on a woman. And women are so forgiving. We forgive you. You leave us for years and you go and you form a relationship and it failed and you came back and we forgive you. You go out and you get children and you come back and we forgive you. Sometimes many of us even take the children in to live with us. But had it been reversed, believe me, sometimes we have some very mournful funerals to attend. Let me tell you a little bit about my story. My name is Stephanie Elliott, and I am not afraid to speak my truth. It's my story, and I should be able to relate. Now, Stephanie was in a relationship with a ex-partner for nine years. And for nine years, I suffered a verbal abuse that I was not even able to identify that that was what was being done to me. Because of how it is our society is, many men are quick to anger and they express themselves in some terminologies that are not necessarily understandable to a people from another race, another culture, but they are venomous to the local air, for lack of a better term. It may sound funny to another person in another country. And a matter of fact, I have traveled countries before where they just say the word and it's like, <laughs> it's all Jamaica and it's all funny, but it means something different for us here. And I remember being in that relationship for nine years and I maintained that relationship because my child had now taken on to this gentleman and called him daddy. So I was not maintaining the relationship for me per se. I was maintaining the relationship for my younger son because I told myself that, okay, well, I found a father for him and let me see this through. But then what I recognized is that I had adopted a child. So instead of two sons, I was actually nurturing three. We decided that we were going to build on wealth. I recognized that my wealth was being shared with his previous partners to the, at a level that I could not even decide what happened to our money. I reached a point, and let me tell you, this was my 40th birthday, when I said, do not come back home. And he was amazed. He felt that, oh, we've been here before. You soon forgive me. When you're calm down, you call me. And I said, do not come back home. And would you believe I had one of the most spectacular farewell parties? We curried goat, which is a natural. <laughs> it's one of our Jamaican um, ways of celebrating. And we curried a goat and we had, the most, I think it's the nicest birthday, no, my birth, my 45th in Sweden was my nicest birthday, but that's my second most celebrated nicest birthday party I have ever had. I celebrated nine, detaching myself from nine years of venom. I told my children at the time that you will miss him because he has been a father to you, but I need to separate myself for me. Now, we have a tendency to see people in relationships and we say, oh, but we know that guy is so and so, but then we do not warn our women. On the flip side, 
I can agree with some persons for not going ahead and war warning those persons because then I may be a sister to a very narcissistic brother. And when I say to my potential sister-in-law, hey, he's my brother, but guess what? They go back, they relate what you said, and the next thing you know, you have family conflicts. No, there's a lot of people who do not know how to take, absorb some information, work on it from their anger, and decide how it is that they proceed with their life. So people are cautious on either sides in advising persons how it is to proceed with partnership. I have learned from that experience and this is after my failed relationship. Oh, he was like this and he's always been like that. And I was like, why didn't somebody warn me? Coming out of that relationship, I entered another relationship, which I will call the most venomous relationship that I entered. And my God, I had, it was the first, <laughs> believe me, it was the worst four months of my life. I took on someone who came as, I am here for you. I will do anything for you. And I was smitten by that. And at the end of the day, when I relaxed and allowed this person in my life, I recognized that I'd taken on another child. Because no, this person did not see me as somebody who Yes, they saw me as a partner because they did it within a month. They were like, let's get married. And I was like, what's the hurry? But I recognized it was a, a hurry to keep me in a captive relationship. Now my phone rang. It was a problem. My friends and family visit. This was a problem. And mind you, this was my home. My children how it is my children related to each other, they were no dumbed down because, let me admit, this person was a lot less educated than me. However, I did not take it at, take him as that. I, I just felt he was smart enough and, and loved me enough to me, for me to have him in my life. But then I have two very highly intelligent children and he was threatened by that. So then... The moment my children started to have conversations about um, one had an interest in football and aviation and my other one was technically um, was, was a technical um, what you call expert. And when they were having their conversation, he found a way to disrupt the harmony in the home. So th sooner or later, this this conversation was out. And then when my friends called and I was invited to special meetings with government officials or, you know, I'm a kind of a social butterfly. Even that diminished. I had a radio program then in which that's where I started my 30 plus um, discussion program. And believe you me, I was even accused of flirting with some of the guests that I had on my program. I was so dumbed down that I started to my the very fiber. What made me Stephanie? What made me Mr. Bill Giles's daughter? was being shredded away. I did not know myself anymore. I didn't apply my makeup how the, the way I used to. I didn't comb my hair the way I used to. I, I used to dress up nice and fancy in my heels. And I, now I'm just putting on my slippers because 
he kept impressing upon me that he knew I dressed a particular way to attract men and I'm still having relationships with men and even meetings. I was accused after a meeting. If I did not get home within 30 or 45 minutes, I was accused of having branched off with one of the men because I know that those men are of a certain influence and the kind of person you are, those are the men you want. So I recognized I had a very, very insecure man. And guess what? It was my birthday again <laughs> that I got up that morning after starting to having respiratory problems. I, I started having a panic attack because I was like, no, what in hell is this? Who am I? And I got up the morning and I woke him up and I was like, get out of my house. I'm not going to be living with somebody that I fear. And two years ago, I lost. No, I did not lose. I got rid of another partner. But let me tell you about that Dennis syndrome. <laughs> and I'm not afraid to say his name because he's so venomous. I would like for nobody else to go through what I went through. But my thing with that man was that I did research him. I researched everything I wanted to know who he had children with. I wanted to know who his friends were. I wanted to know what his, his work colleagues thought of him. And everybody was like, him cool man. He's a calm guy. Oh, he's, he's good. But they knew the other side of him. Yes, on the outside, he looked cool and calm. But he was such a deep thinker to the point that Everything was up for questioning. Everything was suspicious. Every act, every, every talk, everything. He, 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 he thought too deep and he took offense to everything. And once he took offense, my house was in disarray. He, he threatened to hit me. And, but I'm a stronger woman than he thought I was. So when I stood up to him, all he did was constantly threaten, threaten, threaten. But then I started threatening back. And then on my birthday, my 43rd birthday, I said, you're not going to disrupt my family. I will relate another story to you. My beautiful friend migrated to the U.S. a few years ago. And because she didn't want to veer too far away from her culture, she ended up associating with another Jamaican gentleman and needless to say and in order to fall in my 30-minute bracket this gentleman manipulated and exploited and verbally abused this woman to the point of fear she they got married the union did not last a year However, this gentleman managed to etch in her head that I control your life. She was taking her hard-earned money and trying to regulate his very existence so that both of them could acquire wealth. But what she did not do is which had she spoken to me, and I'm no 
I, I tell somebody, I posted on Facebook today, somebody that is not in a relationship is not the ideal person to give you relationship advice. And neither can they lead you to God because if they are still fighting bitter battles with their past spouses, they are fighting it on the devil's ground. And believe you me, a lot of, not lack of a better term, S-I-N, goes into fighting at that level so you cannot tell me about god and you cannot tell me how to fix my relationship because yours is not fixed now i don't have the ex dramas associated with me once i cut that's it but i was able to discuss with her at a particular level what it is that she was experiencing because i've been there before and she was amazed that i was able to identify with all that was happening in her life. It was recently that he threw her out on the threat that he was going to call immigration services up on her. Guess what? All the threats that he issued were no in writing because she ran for her life. So he sent her all those messages in text format to say what it is that he was going to do. No. America is a lot more lenient with their laws than we are here in Jamaica. They are flexible and persons, the average person is knowledgeable of some legal action that they can take. They are informed in various forums of what it is that they can do. So now this young lady is acquiring all that knowledge and is recognizing that I did nothing wrong and there is nothing he can do to hurt me. So, but I'm trying to tell you what I think she should have done is research. Now, that's the only advice me having had failed relationships will say to many women. As I said, we discuss maturely. And sooner or later, as my forum expands here, we will be having guests who will come and give, give their different point of view as to how it is that we approach relationship and health and life and, and sports. Because as I tell everybody, 30 plus is for us to identify the fabulous human beings we are. A lot of women are not living their best lives. And that is because we did not choose, but we have been dumbed down by a generation of insecure men. And mind you, there are insecure women too who do exploit a man's shortcomings in relationship. But this is something that we will definitely explore around the time. As my program grows, as my, my guest list grows, yes, all of that will be explored. But ladies and gentlemen, as I go down into my last three, and three minutes and ten, seven minutes and, well, seven seconds now, of my program, I will tell you, research, research, do background checks. There are security companies that offer these services and trust me, there are some women 
out there that, oh my God, I don't know how it is done. But they will just look at a post and they will say, that's his girl. You find women that you can speak to. And do not, for the life of you, allow a man to tell you or segregate you from your friends and your family. It is a strategy they use to isolate you from your existing relationships. So when, by the time these persons start to question what a friend you were or what a relative you were, when you need them to help you to get out of or solve the problems you're having in your relationship, you will no longer have them in your corner. It is a strategy that has been used over the years and I implore you and I speak from experience whenever a man comes in your life and he tries to disassociate you from persons you have known before him let him go seek advice you can get pre-relationship counseling don't wait until it gets bad get the counseling going into the relationship too and for those who do not have the resources, find some money, get a private investigator. All right. You don't have the money. Do it your darn selves. Ask questions. Ask them again. Go back. Ask them again. Because there are times when we ask a question and on the third or the fourth or the fifth time, it's a different answer we get. And if they refuse to answer, that's a red flag as well. Always try to understand the person that you are going to be sharing your space with. Were they ever accused of rape? Were they ever accused of um, abuse, domestic abuse? How, how do they trigger? Are they very angry? Do they have hang-ups with their parents? Do they have a hang-up with their co-workers? You need to find these things out. And when you meet a partner and they have nothing but negativity to spew about a previous partner, that too is a red flag. Because there must have been good times in their lives. So if I even say to you, he used to beat me. But when I met him, he was so and so. We can understand that balance. But when you go, oh, all he ever did was beat me and he didn't love me and he did this and he did that. So what attracted you to that person in the first place? Question these things. Know what it is that you're getting into. And when all else fails, listen to 30 plus. 30, the number 30plus at no, 30plus.anchor.fm and listen to my program and tell me what you think and also give me advice too. I take advice because as I say, I am no expert. I'm here to talk and I'm here to listen. But 
I welcome your suggestions. I welcome your ideas for new topics. I too welcome your participation in my program. And I am promising you tonight that I will be doing my podcast much, much more frequently. And you too can be a part of this process. Again, I'm wrapping up. However, thanks again to Wilder News Well Talk Show for favoriting my program. Thank you very much, guys. That's an endorsement I do need. And the podcast address is 30plus.anchor.com. Listen to the program anytime you want. Share it with friends and let me know your thoughts, suggestions on topics, and let me know whether or not you want to participate in my program at any time. 30 plus is a concept of mine, Stephanie Elliott, and my company is Compass Communication. I am the, also the promoter of the South Coast Rum Festival, which is something that I will talk to you at some point on this forum. But if it is that you want to find out, my number is 876-449-4179. No, I do not welcome abuse or trollers or anything like that. But if it is that you want to have a nice conversation with me, I am here and I'm ready and I'm available. But ladies, gentlemen, as we go about seeking the pursuit of happiness, my word to you tonight is research. Have a very good evening. I love you all. Bye.